What is going on, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Financial Strength Project podcast. Uh, for those of you that are new around here, we are your podcast for everything finance related, money, budgets, investments, all sorts of talk. And for any of our old fans that have yeah found us along here, we're, we're here to revamp the podcast and um, we're going to be coming back to back with weekly episodes, yeah, discussing all your favorite things, going to have a few guests on the show at some point. And yeah, so that's about it. Uh, a bit of housekeeping, you can find us at our Facebook and our Twitter, which will be in the description below wherever you're re- listening. Uh, we're available over all platforms at the moment, so yeah. Things have been good. We've got a new podcast provider. Hopefully going to get some sponsors on board soon. And all right, let's kick it off and get into today's episode. So today we're going to discuss six tips to get you back on track with your money and really try and lay a solid foundation for you to build on so that your personal finance goals become easier to achieve and help you have a better overall handle on your own money. So our first tip to bring you is budgeting. Now, this is something that's quite easy to do, but for some reason, people seem to make it overly complicated. Basically, all budgeting is is just sources of income minus your expenses or bills. There's many ways to do this. I like the old school route of pen and paper. Some people like to use a notepad, like the uh, notepad document on a computer. There's also many apps around these days for both Android and iPhone. Off the top of my head, I can think of Mint, Good Budget, Wallet. Y-N-A-B, which means you need a budget. And I guess the easiest way to figure this out is first you need to find out your expenses. So you're probably going to want to look back over your bank accounts for either the last 30 or 60 days. Write down all your regular expenses, and you can do this again weekly or monthly, depending on your lifestyle and your pay cycle. And hopefully when you compare that those expenses towards your income, you're left with a positive cash flow, meaning that you have money left over at the end of each pay cycle. Otherwise, you're going to need to find a way to decrease your expenses before you go doing anything. This could mean getting rid of those monthly subscriptions for apps on your phone, or that could be streaming services for music or even video. That could be magazines, that could be Netflix. It might even mean you call up your phone and internet provider and see if you can downsize on a, on a suitable plan still. Or you might go extreme, like maybe you don't need that brand new car and could downgrade it to get rid of the car loan, or even move into a smaller rental or sell your house and downgrade. This one brings us on to point number two, which is you need to live within your means. As Chuck Palahniuk said, the man that wrote the book Fight Club, we buy things we don't need with money that we don't have to impress people we don't like. How many people do you know that seem to have the the need to have the latest and greatest, whether that's phones, cars, TVs, computers, iPods, all this stuff that they didn't really need to upgrade and they did just to have the shiniest new toy? And you've got to wonder, is it really just to impress someone? Was there anything really wrong with last model's phone? To further this, maybe you should stop eating takeaway, going out to restaurants, even if you just cut down how often you go out to restaurants. Cooking at home is much cheaper as we know. Why pay $80 for a steak and chips when you can cook that at home for $20? So yeah, just stop buying the latest technology just because a company releases that product and don't go buying a brand new car unless you know you can afford it. On to number three, something that uh, Dave Ramsey and many other people in the financial space speak about is the emergency fund. So you've got that budget underway and you're managing to put money away each pay cycle. 
But it's important to stay out of bad debt like credit cards and payday loans for these unnecessary things. Ultimately, it's up to you to determine an amount, but somewhere between $500 to $1,000 would probably be a good start. So that the next time something unexpected comes up, like your car needs to be serviced, or the battery needs replacing, or even a vet bill might arise, and you've got no money there to cover it. The problem is is that people seem to fall back into that cycle of racking it out on credit cards or taking payday loans. And these debts tend to have a huge interest rate. So the sooner you can get some money put aside that stops you from going back into that cycle of debt, the better. Tip number four is going to be getting rid of debt. I'm not saying that debt and loans of credit are bad. and We often use them in the business that I co-own as a way to retain our capital and continue growth. However, I've seen many people and friends over the years, they, they seem to get caught up in putting minuscule purchases like food, alcohol, shoes and fuel all on credit. While this can be a great way to, regain, to gain rewards points and such, I, I don't think you should even consider this until you've got a full grip on your own personal finances. I also understand that loans are a great way to get cars and other items you might not have the money for at the time but still need. With the cost of monthly fees and interest, it only makes sense that you should get your debt paid off as soon as you can. And there's generally two common practices to do this. The first, and for most people, the better option, is to start out with your lowest debt first and pay it out, then move on to the next one, and so on. This is called the snowball method, because for every debt you pay out, it frees up more and more money, which can then be used to make more payments on the next debt, and you just repeat this cycle. Although this isn't mathematically the quickest option, but I still think it's the best for most people because they seem to be able to see themselves making progress. If we're looking at time and the cost perspective, it makes more sense to pay out the debt with the highest interest rate first. This is known as the debt avalanche method, which will be faster and because you're paying those higher interest loans first, it'll save you more money in the end. Now that you've got that debt sorted, we're going to move on to tip number five. Let's take that emergency account that we discussed at the start and bump it up to three months worth of your expenses. And just imagine how great it would feel to know that even if something happened tomorrow, like the business you work for closes, you get fired and need to find a new job, or a loved one gets sick and you need to take an extended period of leave, imagine how good it'd be to know that you're completely covered to live your current lifestyle for the next three months. And now that you've got your budget all dialed in and presumably you've worked on getting your expenses down, I'm sure that you'll be able to put this together in no time. Now, on to our last tip for this episode is investing. Now, I know that you've got money in the bank by now and that's great. But once you've got three months worth of money aside, what can you do with the extra money you've got? Savings in the bank doesn't really make you money. I bet you can't even recall the last time that you saw a bank account with a savings interest rate of 3%. And that's because that's the average rate of inflation, which basically means if you have $100 in the bank, in 12 months' time, the buying power of that $100 is really only worth $97. And this is why we use investments as a way to make your money work for you. Think of every dollar, if you like, as a hard-working dollar heading out for the day, which will be bringing in more and more money, even while you sleep. We aren't going to touch too much on the topic of how to invest in this episode, but we'll be sure to discuss this in future episodes. While it's important to know that risk may be involved when it comes to investments, 
I know that out there right now, there are investments fetching returns between 8 and 12%. I know this also doesn't sound like much and it's not going to make you rich overnight, but that's not what we're about. We're about building wealth. Once you do your research and understand how certain investments work, you could turn that $50 a week you're putting into your bank account into over $1 million by the time you're ready for retirement. So to wrap this one up, guys, if you can become disciplined and use these tips in your arsenal to help you with your own life, it will be more than possible for you to take back control of your finances and live that dream lifestyle that you're aspiring to have. So just to run through those once again for you guys, you got to get your budget underway, make sure you're living within your means, try and get that emergency fund money together, do everything you can to get rid of that bad debt, put three months worth of expenses aside and start to do your research on investing and how investing works. I know it's only been a short episode for today guys, but it's really good to be back on the podcast. We look forward to bringing you guys more and more episodes in the future. Please, like I said before, get amongst the Facebook group, share this podcast with someone you know that's keen and interested like you are to build a better financial strength for yourself and for the future. Till the next one, guys. Thank you. Please note this is general information only and you should always consult a professional for any advice.